All right, good morning. Welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mack Podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform, of course, on 1010XL's Facebook page and streaming on the relevant app, the group messaging chat app with live interactive podcast. Check us out on the App Store and on Google Play for uh, Android and or the iPhone. All right, big news around here. We'll get into it. Trust me, I'm going to get into plenty. Jags, uh, let's see, week 16 in the books, two more to go. Thank the Lord for the nighttime. No doubt about that. I'm sick of this season, ready for it to be over with so we can figure out the future, which we may have a piece of the puzzle in place, which I don't think a lot of people are happy about, including uh, myself. The Jets beat the Jags 26-21. It's funny, you know, and, and this is just where we're at, and I'm not blaming anybody, but it's funny to me how we get excited about our team hanging with another bottom dweller in the league, one of the worst teams in the league, and out 20 players with COVID. And you, it's like, wow, what a game. You're like, what? I mean, no. that We got to change that, that thinking. That's, that, that was terrible. And, and you can tell me Trevor looked the best he's looked in a while. Okay, I'd agree with that on some throws. And on some things, uh, he's good with you know. I, I, I was talking about it earlier on the on Sunday on the app. He he throws the good dig routes, you know, over the middle, 15, 20 yards. They're nice throws, man. I mean, he he does. He puts them right on the money. Good velocity, good placement, and then but the outside deep throws, he underthrew two, he overthrew one. Way to the like, it wouldn't even have been close. Even if he got it close, it was so far out of bounds. He he's got to work on it. I like that they took shots. His his yards per attempt. Check this out: six point three, which he's been in the fours for like two months. You know what I mean? So they did take chances. I like this. And look, I'm no offensive coordinator, but I know this: when you're on the other side of the fifty going in, that's when you take those shots. That's when you take the shots, 30 yards out, 40 yards out. You got to set them up, but, and that's what Schottenheimer was calling. So I did like that. But, I mean, again, against, you know, they didn't even have any starters on their D-line. I mean, they're two sack guys, uh, Quinton Williams and the other D-end. They each have six sacks. They didn't even play. I don't know. I didn't get that excited. I actually fell asleep, <laughs> I fell asleep in the third quarter. Not going to lie. Although Christmas night was a, a big night, so that probably played a role. But I don't know. Hey, too bad. J-Rob, man, I'm really sorry. That's, good thing is Cam Akers is back for the Rams. He tore his Achilles earlier this season. Young guy, young back, explosive back. So that, that gives me hope, and it should give James Robinson hope as long as the rupture is similar, you know? I mean, think about it. that thing ruptures. It just tears in all different pieces. It's not like a breaking of a bone where it's just flat. It just rips from the inside out. It's nasty, nasty injury. I mean, Kevin Durant tore his Achilles, was out for about a calendar year. Yeah, and which was which is a long time. But no he doubt. came when he came back. Yep. Best player in the world. Oh no, yeah, you he can was come unreal. back from it. There's no right. doubt. It's just it's too bad because usually that's an older guy's injury. 
You know, it's like an older athlete's injury. Cause when like when Kobe did it in the NBA. What's that? Like when, when Kobe yeah, did it yeah, in the NBA. You, it was like a second to last year. It's like you uh, you know, the juice is there. It's not as flexible. It's not as, you know, movable. It gets it gets tighter and tighter. That's why I by the way, I stretch mine all the time because last thing I need is a torn Achilles tendon. I don't like to bleed, so I ain't got time for it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, J-Rob, you'll make it back, uh, but that was a damn shame. Uh, run defense. <laughs> How about this? Uh, 7.6 yards per carry against you for th- a total of 273 yards rushing. Awesome. Miles Jack not in. Maybe played a little part, but he wouldn't have stopped that. You know, I made a list all these players again because we're going to get into Balky, of course. But look, at the end of the day, the Jags are going to finish two and fifteen. They are. They're not beating New England. They're not beating Indy. Indy's on a roll. On a roll. They're playing some good football, man. How about Miami? Seven in a row, and probably seven out of, or probably nine out of eleven, or something like that. Remember, they were. After the Jags, they won a couple, then lost, and then they went on this run. That's a coach. That's a stable coach. Now, granted, he came from New England. They took a risk taking him, but they hit on that one. Brian Flores, and I'm not saying it because he's a Boston College guy. I don't even know Brian. I've never met Brian. But he's just a solid, uh, stable force. You can see it. He he reminds me of... uh, of Tom, I'm not saying that because they're both black guys. I'm just saying that they, he reminds me of that. It's like stoic, together, stable. You know what I, what I, I like really him like a lot. About, you know what I really like about Flores with down in Miami is it's watching their games. It's very clear and obvious who's in charge, without a doubt. What Flores right. says, that's the final word. That's right. That's right. Other that's the stability in, I'm talking about. That's right. the guy. Other coaches, their input matters. The players, their input matters. But at the end of the day, the final decision is Brian Flores. Yep. And you need that, man. And you you can tell he holds them accountable. Absolutely. You got to have accountability. It just doesn't work without it. But Miami's on a run. Listen, this. Uh, we're fans of football, right? This this playoff race is going to be extremely, extremely exciting. Um, I mean, you're seeing uh, the the clinch is happening now. Play, you know, teams getting in place, mostly in the NFC. I don't think anybody in the AFC's clinched yet, even a spot. There are like five out of the seven spots already clinched for the NFC. I mean, it's coming down to the coming down to the wire. Do we have an issue, my man? You're shaking your head over there, my esteemed producer. Mark. No, it's just it's just the Graham. the people outside. Yeah, too loud. No, we're we're good. Oh, they need to come in. <laughs> That's their problem. Well, they can wait. We're almost done. We'll get into, uh, but they're on a run, so it's going to be good. And look, I, I'm I'm a big fan, and I'm glad the Jags season is going to be over soon, and then we can we can move forward. All right. So Trent Baalke, uh it being rumored, CBS coming out saying uh, he is going to be retained as the general manager. Um, you know, this is another Shad Khan strikes again type move. This is a guy that clearly, you know, look when your hands off. You throw enough crap against the wall, you hope it sticks. You know what I mean? You, you're not you're not in the trenches. You're not figuring it out. Why can't he hire a third party expert of building football teams at the National Football League level? They're out there. Why doesn't he hire them? 
Why? You know, you got to do it in business. No matter how well your business is doing or corporation is doing, you always get audited by a third party. It happens all the time. Why wouldn't you do the same for your NFL team? It makes no sense to me unless you don't care. And that could be the issue. Look, Lot J, the, the shipyards, that, that's a real estate deal. That's separate from our Jets. Now, I know they're going to throw in the, the stadium. They want a new stadium. They want upgrades or whatever they want. They're going to try to get that. You'd get it a lot easier if you were winning, in my opinion. But now you're going to keep Trent Balky. What, is, what has he done? He's been here since February of 2020. I, I'll tell you what he's done. I'll, t- I'll give him some good things. Jamal Agnew, very good find. Rudy Ford, a good find. Dan Arnold, not a bad find. Shaq Griffin, not bad. Right, I mean, he's not great. He's he's okay. He's not terrible. Uh, you know, he's he's uh, the guys like Marvin Jones, Tavon Austin. Uh, you know, the the players that they kept, Roy Robertson, Jenkins, Shaq. They're okay. They're not terrible, but they're just not good enough. You know, and then you go down the list where it's on the other side, like Chanel, keeping Chanel, bringing in Manhurts, Hollister. What have those guys done? You drafted Chase on. He's nothing. He doesn't do anything. You know, you got Norway, you kept him. Jihad Ward, Hamilton you drafted, who I used to like, but nothing. I mean, that guy's way too big to be getting pushed around the way he gets pushed around. You keep Taven Bryan. Look at your draft picks. Little, Cisco, Campbell, all question marks. Cisco looks like he's got promise. Here's another thing. If you're the GM, why aren't you fighting for your players that you picked to get on the field? Why isn't Walker Little out there early? Why isn't Cisco out there? You can see the athleticism is way better than anything you got back there. Even with Jenkins in, he's a better athlete than both of them. Looks like he can play the ball pretty well. Looks like he knows how to hit, comes up and makes some big sticks. Why wasn't he playing? These are just like question marks. Like, like how can you even sit there and, and, and be like, yeah, great. He's, yes, he deserves this shot. He doesn't. This is another throwing it against the wall. This is another Urban Meyer deal. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Let's go. How about bringing someone in that knows what the hell they're doing? Because clearly, and this is no disrespect, Mr. Shot Khan's built an incredible empire, but he knows nothing about football. He knows nothing about building a winner in the National Football League. So that's okay. Let someone else do it for you. I mean, and why would Trent Bell, this, you know, I don't want to call it lazy. It's just an easy. Yeah, we'll just stay. Yeah, we'll just go with that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're one of the worst owners in NFL history as far as wins and losses. You're the third or fourth fastest owner in the history of owners to get 100 losses. I mean, doesn't that? I mean, doesn't that keep you up at night? Keep me up at night. I mean, like, don't, you want to win in everywhere else, but you don't want to win here. It makes no sense, and it does get people question. Look, they're not going. There's nowhere to go. Okay, they're not going to London. The NFL doesn't want a team in London. They want to play games in London. They're not going to have maybe down the road, but not, it's not them. It's just a bunch of crap. Once it lazy, I don't know, lazy. Yeah, I guess we'll call it lazy because that's what it is. It's the easy route. You have time. And what if these coaches that you're targeting, Jim Caldwell, Byron Lefwich, Doug Peterson, what if they don't like Balky? You know what I hear about Balky? He's a drama queen. That's what I hear. It's all about drama. You can't trust him. That's from an extremely reliable source when he was in, in San Fran. That's why he got fired. I don't trust him. 
I don't know him personally, and I don't really care to know him. Either way, if I do, great. Knight might be a nice guy. I was with guys last night watching the game. They they had they spent four hours with Urban Meyer. They were raving about how nice he was. I'm like, you know what? I could care less how nice he is. Because whatever he did didn't work, and I'm glad he's gone. And they agreed. I'm just saying, like, I don't care if they're nice. I care if they're bringing a winner. And this is this guy has done nothing to sit here and be like, yeah, he's the one. It's like Groundhog Day. You know, it's funny. You know, on, on Facebook, how you get the, the memories? I've been getting memories from 2011, 2013, 2015. And you oh, know what? No. It's all the same damn message. <laughs> it's the same crap. It's the same message. It's <laughs> like, where's the GM? Where's the coach? Where's the accountability? Where's the talent? Why do we keep doing this? Why? I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. They keep popping up. Facebook memories thinks they're throwing you a good day from the past, and they're just rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, wow, I can't believe in 2011 I'm saying the same things that I said today that I said back in 2011, in 2013, and 2015. It's, it's whatever. Same old stuff. All right, life goes on. Um, I'll probably do Friday uh, from my own studio. So I might not be back in. Well, Friday we're not here. So. Uh, oh, well then there you go. Since, since New won't. Year's Day is on a weekend. That's right. New Year's Eve we're off, which New is Friday. New Year's Eve. Be careful out there on New Year's Eve. It's really an amateur night, so just be careful. You know what I mean? Fun fact about New Year's yeah. Eve. Tell me. That is my birthday. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Nice job. I'm turning the big 2-4 this year. Wow, you're really getting up there. I know, man. moving on up. I know. You're getting old. You're Get a couple old. gray hairs soon. and Yeah. Backs exactly. will start hurting and... It happens, buddy. Wait till you're older. I'm not excited. I feel great, though. I'm ready. I don't <laughs> give a shit. All right, crap. Whoop. Whoops. Forgot about that one. We're good on relevant, but maybe nowhere else. All right, that's going to do it for me. Hey, man, you know, just get ready for the ride. I don't know what it'll bring. You know, do we get lucky? Does Balky have a no- – look, did Balky suggest Meyer? That would be enough right there. Who would you pick? I picked Meyer. Pfft, out. You're out. Gong show. Hit the gong. Maybe we get lucky. I don't know. Once again, I just wish our owner was more hands-on. And I know Tom used to tell me he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he's not. He cares about money. Doesn't care about winning. Doesn't care about the team. Cares about money. I'm okay with that. But you got to have someone in place that does care about the team. Like, really care about the team. And really care about winning and bringing this city a championship. And that's all that should matter if you're an owner of a football team. Your value is always going to go up because the TV money is always going to go up. But it's your job to produce a winner. And you haven't since you've been here. Except 2017, which was a great year. Wouldn't it have been great if we kept that rolling? Wishful thinking, I know. All right, that'll do it for me right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack. On 1010XL's podcast platform with 1010XL.com, Facebook Live. And, of course, on the relevant app, the group messaging chat app, a live interactive podcast. Check us out on Google Play and the App Store, iPhone and Android, R-E-L-E-V-N-T. You, too, could host your own Vibe channel and own Vibecast. Check it out. Uh, Great, great, great platform. All right, we'll see you next time. Be safe. Stay cool. We'll see you right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack. Happy New Year. That a kid like me can take his mic around the world and flash the big ass D and rock the masses from Madrid to Calabasas.